96.1 FM, WCFILP, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Good afternoon. Uh, this is the Italian Connection. Today you are in company of uh, Giovanni, and today is a, a special program dedicated to a special person, a special person who have left us for this world, and a member of La Radici, a long-time member of La Radici, and members of uh, many Italian-American organizations uh, as uh, the Italian Center of Festa Italiana and more. So this program today is dedicated to this special person, and here's Pat to help me out to read something about Rose. Thank you, John. Rosemary A. Masano Gullo was 67 years old, and she died peacefully surrounded by her girls on November 20th of this year after a hard-fought battle with cancer. She was preceded in death by her parents, Anthony and Mary Mazzano, and sister, Carmelina Grace Mazzano. She is survived by her daughters, Angela Gullo and Kristen, and favorite son-in-law, Peter Ferratis, grandchildren, J.P. and Pia Ferratis. Grandpups Nella and Luca, sisters Tony Tell and Barbara Simmons, and a brother Vincent Janet Masano. Rose was born on August 27, 1955, in Akron, Ohio, where she was a 30 plus year preschool teacher at Our Lady of the Elms School. She attended Immaculate Heart of Mary Parish and was a Eucharistic minister for many years. As John mentioned, uh, she was a longtime member of Le Radici, but she also belonged to the Italian Center, the Altusa International, and the University of Akron Delta Gamma Alumni Chapter. She enjoyed helping to plan the Festa Italiana Caga Falls and volunteering on Thursday nights at the Italian Center's spaghetti dinners. She was a great person, and she will be missed by her family and all her friends, family and friends. Uh, this next song is dedicated to Rose.
The Italian Connection, two hours of the very finest Italian-oriented classic and pop music, cultural, religious, news, and public service programming in a bilingual format. was Rosanna Fratello in a beautiful song called Calabrisella, and actually that song is almost the national anthem of Calabria, like Sicily, Shuri, Shuri, but Calabrisella is well known all over uh, the world for identifying this beautiful region of, uh, yeah, of Italy. Okay, you hear a strange voice at the beginning, it's, uh, it's uh, our guest today, um, Mrs. Rose Gullo, 
and uh, she will be talking with me during the show, and we will be talking about uh, Calabria and things that uh, she loves about the region because originally she's from from Calabria. So, ciao, Rosa. How are you doing? Ciao, Giovanni. Ben. Benny. So, can you tell us a little bit about you? I mean, you know, I know you were born here, but I was born here in Akron, Ohio. I currently live in Cuyahoga Falls. Um, I went to um, I was baptized at St. Anthony's when I was a baby. Then my family moved out of North Hill to um, Old Northampton Township, which later was annexed by Cuyahoga Falls. And then I went to uh, Immaculate Heart of Mary for a grade school, Woodridge High School for high school, and then the University of Akron for college. I currently am in my 30th year teaching preschool at Our Lady of the Elms in Akron. Um, I lived in Houston, Texas for about 10 years where I met my husband. We had two daughters. Um, back in 1989, I moved back up here to live um, to raise my children and carry on my preschool career at, at the Elms. Well, great, great career, great uh, education. And, um, and originally, your parents were from Calabria. See, si. um, My father was born in Calabria. He was born um, in Gabela Grande, which is... Um, about 20 minutes or so by car from Cortone. My mother was born here. Great. And you just came back from Calabria for yes. a special event. I was there in July. My youngest daughter got married in Sorrento on July the 8th. Uh, it was a beautiful wedding. It was extremely hot. Um, Sorrento, I got to spend uh, a little bit more time there, this time in um, 2019. I was there originally in 2011. It was beautiful, beautiful. Okay, well, we'll talk about your visit in Italy a little bit later on, but during the show, as I said, we're going to talk about this beautiful region that it's not really one of the most visited regions in Italy, but I tell you, it's coming up very strong, and, and the beautiful sights are incredible. I've been there a few times, but now it's, uh, I've been doing some reading, and we're going there this year. We're going, we're going to visit two three days in that beautiful region. So we'll talk about all that during the show, during the program. For right now, I'm going to play a song that, uh, it, it's, uh, if it's not the national Italian anthem, uh, I don't know what it is. It's Torna Surrento, which everybody knows. And you were in Sorrento, right? Si. Do you love it? Yes. Okay. But I love Calabria too. Oh well, I love Italy, but uh, yeah. you know it, it, it's a, it's a beautiful uh, country all, all the way around. So Sergio Franchi, who I before I mentioned this before, we 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 met him in uh, um, EJ Thomas. He had a concert with his sister. And me and Janina Pianato. Did you know Janina Pianato? No, I didn't. Uh, but I remember Sergio yeah. Franchi. And we had a we had a great interview and lunch together. And, and uh, at the end of the show, I always remember that we're not professional; we are amateurs. But at the end of the show, I said, "Juan and Janina says this is the best interview I had in my life." And and uh, his sister, of course, Franca Valeri, uh, she was not there. But uh, it was a beautiful concert, and it's a shame that we don't do that more today. Yeah. You know, uh, we just do the festivals, so we do this, but bring some good talent like Sergio Franchi was just, uh, for me, it was an amazing uh, meeting him and, and have a lunch with a great singer. So let's listen to Sergio Franchi in Torna Asurian. Torna <laughs> 
Sergio Franco, what a beautiful voice, what a beautiful song, and that song that will never die. I don't care. I mean, no matter the time, it doesn't, whatever you go and you see and you hear the tenors, they're always going to play that song. So, okay, so we've been talking about, we'll be talking about Calabria, and um, Rose is going to tell us uh, the origins of Calabria, when, when it was created, this beautiful Um, in the 8th century B.C., Calabria became a colony of the Greeks who founded the cities of Reggio Calabria, Sibari, and Crotone. Then in the 4th century B.C., it was occupied by the Bruti, who during the Punic Wars sided with Hannibal against the Romans. Mm. So it's pretty old. Yes. And, but you know what's interesting? You, I was reading this uh, in the 4th century before Christ. So we're talking 2400 Long time ago. <laughs> Long goodness. time ago. I wasn't born yet. I wasn't nope. born yet. No, no, no. Neither was I. But you know, what's, what's funny by reading this notes is it was occupied by the Bruti. You know what Bruti means in Italian, right? Ugly. Ugly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, that changed now. They're all good looking. So but anyway, Calabria is beautiful history. And then. Calabria is also best known for its sprawling beaches along the Tyrrhenian Sea on the west coast and the Ionian Sea on the east coast and their dramatic cliffs, coves, and surreal rock formations. 
Okay, well, let's then go play a little bit more music and then a little bit more information about our community events that are coming up. The next uh, performer uh, is um, um, is going to perform for us a a um, polka. And I don't know, Rose, if you were present to this. Uh, Lerigi had a, a concert and dinner dance, uh, and this gentleman was there playing the accordion. You Aww. remember? No? no, you don't remember him. I, I, I didn't get to go too much this past spring, yeah. but it was a Roberto Polisano concert in Athos with uh, with this harmonica. My goodness, it was just incredible to see him play this. So here is uh, Athos with the La Polca del Grillo. You know what the Grillo is? No, cricket. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's the cricket polka. Let's listen. All right. <laughs> everyone of Italian-American heritage. On Sunday, October 6th, at St. Anthony's Church, the Council of Italian-American Societies of Summit County invites everyone to participate the Columbus Italian Heritage Celebration Luncheon. We start with a wreath ceremony at 10 a.m. in front of St. Anthony's Church, a celebration mass at 10.30 a.m. At, at St. Anthony's Catholic Church. Then everyone is welcomed to come to the luncheon catered by DeVitas immediately following the Mass in St. Anthony's Gym. 
Reservations are required. You must RSVP by Tuesday, October the 1st. The cost is $12. It's to help kick off the Italian um, Heritage Month. Also in October, starting on Wednesday, October the 9th, at La Radici House on 3411 Wigo Lake Road, um, any member of any of the society clubs can participate in an Italian conversation class. The cost is $140, but if you belong to a club, it's half price for one and a half hours per instruction for seven weeks. So if you need any uh, need information on that, contact Dora Ritchie Raymond at 330-688-9694, and her email is Teodorici, it's T-E-O-D-O-R-A-R-I-C-C-I at AOL.com. Great. Thank you, Rose. So how's, uh, how's your Italian? Uh, it's fair. <laughs> How about the Calabres? Oh, I, I learned dialect, dialect as a child. Um, and then I took a couple uh, Italian conversation classes in college right before I went to Italy. But I did um, try to speak real Italian. And one time my aunt was here visiting, and she couldn't speak any English. And we were shopping at Summit Mall, and we were looking at slippers. And I said slippers in dialect, and she got mad at me. But, but I said to my aunt, Zia, but this is what I learned as a child from my grandmother, your mother. <laughs> so she corrected me, of course. Well, you know, uh, right now there's um, uh, it's, it's a problem in Italy because everybody wants to speak Italian, which that should be mm-hmm. the right thing to do, but they're forgetting the dialect. The dialects are our uh, heritage. It's mm-hmm. our heritage, our tradition. That's where we come from, and it's a culture, a, a dialect. It's a part of your culture, and they're disappearing. So right now, uh, when I was in Italy, uh, actually in May, um, they, um, the schools now are thinking to introduce dialects as oh, really? one of yeah, because they, it's it's a culture thing and it's it's a disappearing. So um, you know, and we in Detroit, as part of the committees, we in October we have a um, program where each region will say something in their own dialect. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's hard to find. I mean, I went in Sicily and I was talking to my grandkids and, and they said, Grandpa, I, I don't understand you. Uh, so and so I, had to st- I had to speak Italian, of course. Well, the first time I went to Italy was in, um, oh, I'm not even going to tell you because I don't give away my age, but I remember my aunt and uncle and I were, were riding on the train from Rome to Calabria and they could pick out where everybody was from from their dialect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like we could here in the States, we could tell a Southerner from a New Englander, maybe to a Midwesterner. Yes, yes. But yep. it, I just thought that was fascinating. Yep. Okay, well, we're going to hear another Calabra, Calabrian uh, tune. It, this is, uh, you know, the folk is coming back in Italy. Mm-hmm. And each, each city, each region, each provinces, they're putting events uh, with traditions, I mean, old traditions. And uh, the music, they're bringing the music alive. And when we're going to be in Calabria, we're going to have a folk group coming uh, after dinner and playing some uh, Calabrian uh, folk music. And here's one uh, that you probably will enjoy. I'm sure that you will enjoy. Calabria. 
Calabria, mia cara Calabria, dolce terra baciata dal mar. Tu sei ricca soltanto di sole, dell'azzurro del cielo del mar. Calabria, mia cara Calabria, più selvaggia e più dolce sei tu. Dico lei che mi stringe sul cuore, dico lei che mi parla d'amore, e tu che ti trovi lontano, al di là di quei monti e del mare, ricorda sempre che la tua terra t'accoglierà se tornerai. Calabria, mia cara Calabria, sei negli occhi di chi ti lasciò, sei nel cuore di chi s'allontana e nel mondo ti porta con sé. Ti domandi e intanto un po' ti 
specchio del comò parli e quante storie che ti inventi come sto coi capelli un po' più sciolti con i jeans un po' più stretti e così ti immagini vicino a lui per un attimo and there was Irene Fargo with a beautiful song called Professore which means teacher, and here's the teacher, Rosa. The region of Calabria covers 15,080 square kilometers and has a population of just over 2 million. The, the demonym of Calabria in English is Calabrian. In ancient times, the name Calabria was used to refer to the southern part of Apulia, the peninsula of Salento, also known as the Hill of Italy. Okay. Well, you know, this, uh, this entire program is uh, dedicated to the region of uh, Calabria, one of the 20 regions of Italy. And um, the Catanzaro is the capital, right, of uh, Calabria? See. Si. Yeah. And there's a few regions, a few, a few provinces in Calabria. I, uh, I had a, the, the pleasure of visiting um, uh, a beautiful village uh, close to Catanzaro many, many years ago, and it was beautiful, but they had a problem with... Um, uh, with the drugs. Oh. And I remember uh, um, the mayor of uh, Catanzaro, of Crotone, actually, um, he said, um, we would love to have you Americans coming into our area, but do not cause any more problems. <laughs> so, but it was, uh, the sites, though, are so beautiful. And, and um, I stayed there three, four days, and so we visited a good part of the, of the region of Catanzaro and all that beautiful... The water was so clear. It's just amazing that, you know, when you think about Italy, uh, Rome, Florence, Venice, Malfi Coast. Yeah. But, you know, start, start, start visiting all the other areas that, you know, they're not so popular, but now the beautiful region is Marche, Umbria, the small villages. I mean, it's just incredible. The food is authentic. It's not like a, a tourist food like big cities. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you want to enjoy the sights, but you also want to enjoy uh, eating uh, the local stuff. And, and that's what uh, um, Calabria is. And we're going to talk a little bit uh, later on about the typical food of Calabria. Mm-hmm. And um, so we'll make you a little bit hungry. It's almost what, 1230. So. It's, it's good food there. And just to go on um, about the water, um, when I was there this past July, I got to go swimming in the Ionan Sea, and the water was clear. It was beautiful. You could see little fish at your feet. Um, I was in um, Chiro Marina, which is north of Crotone, um, with my cousins. And I have been to the beach um, in Crotone, too. And it's different. That little bit of distance, um, Crotone's beach is very soft and sandy, where Chiro Marina's beach is rocky. But beautiful sights. Beautiful. Okay, let's continue with music. And uh, a few years ago, thanks to Tony Marotta, I had the opportunity to meet this performer in Cleveland. His name is Beppe Gambetta. And he usually sings in, in English, but it's Italian. And, and uh, uh, we really enjoyed that concert. It was in a little, little place in Cleveland. And uh, we stayed over 
Maria Donatelli was with us uh-huh. back then, and we, we enjoy it thanks to Tony Marotta. So here's uh, uh, Gambetta, Beppe Gambetta, in a song called Nino e Pasquale. I have no idea what it is. Okay. But, you know, those two names, uh, popular, Nino, which is Antonino, see? and Pasquale, sometimes Lino, Pasqualino. So let's see what he has to say about these two gentlemen. Non crescere mai 
per me il mio angelo figlio mio That was a beautiful song. I know that uh, Rosie could not hear without the headphones, but that was a really beautiful. The name of the song was Il Mio Angelo, which means my angel. And uh, it is important. I always say that when you uh, listen to an Italian song, they talk about two things. Love is number one. I mean, 99% of the Italian songs talk about love, the feelings of people, between people. And then the other one is food, but not not too many food. They're more into love than food, I uh-huh. think. So um, <clears throat> tell us about your experience of your recent visit in Calabria. Um, well, it was right after my daughter's wedding. I drove for six hours almost from Sorrento down to Terrell Marina with my cousins. We, um, they live on the, right on the sea in Terrell Marina, beautiful little town. Uh, we went to the beach sometimes twice a day. Um, the kids, you know, they were, they're in their, their teen years, so they were busy with their friends. We um, got to go to a, a restaurant right on, the, right on the sea at a night when the moon was out full. Beautiful sight. Um, had a, a different kind of pizza. Uh, it was um, a pesto on the bottom with mortadella on top and a burrata in the middle of that, and then sprinkled with pistachios. It was delicious. They sure have um, <clears throat> fantasy about pizza in early, but they can mm-hmm. use, I mean, you know, the one that I'm really crazy about when they put the boiled eggs on top. I haven't had one of those and yet. it really doesn't, no, it doesn't like, I don't no. like that. But uh, they, they do a lot of, you know, for stag- quattro stagioni, which is four seasons, so they have a mm-hmm. different type of food, different uh, food on top of it. But they just, they're just great, and the sauce, of course, it's a, uh, it, that's what makes everything the sauce. Yes. So, okay. Well, let's uh, listen a song called "Nel Blu Dipinto di Blu," which most of the people know of Volare, right? See. Si. And everybody knows the song as Volare, but really the actual name was "Nel Blu Dipinto di Blu," sung by Domenico Modugno, which uh, many, many, many years ago. But this time we're going to listen the song by Diamante Gallina Quartet. So here's "Nel Blu Dipinto di Blu." Penso che un sogno così non ritorni mai più Mi dipingevo le mani e la faccia di blu Poi d'improvviso venivo dal vento rapito E incominciavo a volare nel cielo infinito di stare lassù e volavo, volavo felice più in alto del sole ed ancora più su mentre il mondo pian piano spariva lontano laggiù una musica 
musica dolce suonava soltanto per me Volare di stare lassù the name of the song, mostly popular known as Volare, and made famous by Domenico Modugno. Domenico Modugno was uh, the first Italian singer that made in the United States, and uh, and from then on, it's just that song has been uh, recorded by hundreds and hundreds of uh, American, Italians, German, all over the world. We had it at my daughter's wedding reception in, in, um, in Sorrento, too. Yeah, I mean it's it's a great song. I mean it will ne- never dies. I I mean I'm not young, <laughs> but I remember that song has been just oh, it's since been I long. was since I was a little little baby. I mean little kid. I, I hear that song. I'm still hearing whenever I go to an Italian it's, event. It's a very popular Italian song. You know that song from day one practically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, a little bit before we're gonna listen to a beautiful song. It's one of my favorite Calabrian song. Uh, Rose, can you tell us about the dialects, Calabrian dialects? Well, the language, and especially dialect, is a great way to really understand a people or a place. What may have been forgotten in the history books can survive in daily speech and tell us more than we expect. 
Calabria and local Calabresi vernacular is no exception. Yes, and that's, that's true for every, every region in Italy, not just for Calabria. This next singer, his name is Mino Reitano. He died a couple years ago. He was from Calabria, from Reggio Calabria. He moved to Milan, and he became a really a good singer. And uh, even though he had a lot of success, he was not really recognized as should have been. But he moved to Milan, and of course he had a great career, great hits all over the place. But he recorded a song called Calabria Mia, and I'm Sicilian, and every time I hear the song, I have tears in my eyes because Uh-oh. it's not just it's not just for Calabrese people, but it's for the people who left the place of birth. Mm-hmm. They placed they left the family and left the mother, and he's 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 singing the song to his mother and said that. Mom, don't worry about me. I'm here among a friend from Calabria. It's a big family. And he's talking about Calabria that because of no jobs yet, they have to leave the country. And he said, your best children have left the, the region. So, But it's a really touchy song. And as I'm talking, I can feel. <laughs> so let's listen to Mino Raetano with this You're beautiful song up too. called Calabria Mia. Mamma, a 
mamma prega sempre amaronna cavoli li soffigli da sotterra e prega e prega e ancora i ciangi affanna ma se c'è la burca suo figlio torna questa lettera che per dite che stanno bene, stanno bene e ci sono tutti quei paesani qua, siamo sempre uniti ma sai bello, ma sono lontano e tengo nostalgia ma e che ogni sempre sto cosa, e che ogni sempre ma, che ogni sempre di nostalgia. Oh ma. never forget uh, where you came from you should never forget your traditions your heritage and uh, that that's part of our life and uh, minoretano was one that he did not forget where he came from it don't matter all the success he had it didn't matter where he lived where he went but this calabria was always in his heart and this song he's telling what he felt about this region and um, in a way i feel the same way about sicily you know i remember my dad um, very emotional about Italy. He left Italy, left his mom and his siblings there. Yeah. yeah. He was the only one out of his family that came to America. Well, you know, right now we're living in Italy, we're living uh, this, uh, uh, people call invasions of people coming from other countries. So they're risking their lives. Uh, 30% of them die going through this three, four miles of process of coming into Sicily because they want to escape where, where they lived for various reasons. 
um, and most of them, some of them died. And, and uh, so there's a big dispute right now in Italy. You know, Italy is not really doing great financially. There's uh, not very many jobs. The economy is not really that good. And having all these people coming into Sicily especially, um, they, cannot, they cannot afford people coming in. But at the same time, there is the law of the Mediterranean, of the sea, where it says if you see someone in the water, you should save them. Save them. And, and the Italian government sometimes penalized uh, a fisher boat who sees these people that they're drowning, and they, they save. But they're risking a, a um, violation of the law. And but you cannot let anybody die no, on the ocean. So anyway, I I'm really proud of the Sicilian people. Not because I'm Sicilian, because with all the difficulties that they have, surviving, uh, very few jobs, no industries, and they're welcoming these people and help them. Of course, they're not going to stay in Sicily all the time. Then they're going to move on. And the Italian government is doing the right thing right now. He said, okay, we will let we will let you come in, but then we got to have the other countries to help us out to, to take some of you. And you know, if you're here, if you're there, it doesn't hurt everybody. But um, so this is a big problem right now in Italy. But uh, people leave because they want to make better for their family and themselves. They're not criminals. They're not crooks. And uh, sometimes I take a person when somebody criticizes, you know, the immigrants. Yeah, you have to come legally. But you know, there's a reason that people risk their life. Uh, yes. and their family mm-hmm. but um, you know leaving a family behind is not a good thing I, I experienced when I was 16 when I left Sicily to go to college in Florence and it was only you know six seven months but I felt uh, the, the you know the, the pain of leaving a family behind and then when we came into the United States it was just me my mom and my dad but we left my sister in Italy because she could not come because she was married so and it's uh, and now I'm, I'm here and now I have my daughter in Sicily because she decided to move back in Sicily. So that all all all, this, all my life has been about thinking of someone dear to you that is, doesn't live near you. He lives you far away, and um, so. But we should not. We should not. No matter if it's a first, a second, or third generation, we should not forget where we come from. And you should go see where you were born, where your parents or grandparents were born. It's it's a great feeling. It and is. I, I met I met some people that Giovanni, can you help me for this? And we had a we had a family of eighteen people that they want to go in Abruzzi, um, Castel di Sangro actually, and they want to spend Christmas night at the church where their grandparents were married, and then they went to visit the cemetery which was next to the church where they were buried. So it, it's uh, I don't know, and not everybody's like that. No. Some people, you know, sometimes I, I, I meet people, and one is one of my family, my, my, uncle, my uncle. He came here, never went back. I've heard some older Italians talk that way. My dad, I don't know that he wanted to ever move back, but he wanted to go visit. Right. Um, when my daughter got married this past summer, she wanted to get married in Italy in honor of my mom and dad who were married in Pompeii. So even though we weren't in Pompeii, we were in Sorrento. We were right across the bay from Pompeii. Mm -hmm. So that was as close as we got. You're listening to 96.1 WCFILP, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Well, you know, I go go in Sicily every year. Mm -hmm. Um, I go to Florence when I can, but um, those are the two places where I, I grew up. And every time I go to Sicily and I go in my own town, I go to the places where I, where I study, the mm-hmm. school, 
went to visit the places where it meant a lot to me. And, uh, I mean, it, the feeling is just incredible. I had a gentleman who, who, one time he called me and he said, Giovanni, I'm from Comiso, which is my own town. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, I'm sure I have some relatives. I want to go and meet them. Well, thank, thanks to my sister, who she knew some of his relatives. Um, we made the connection. And when he came back, you just got to see that person was completely changed. And I said, what did you do in Comiso? So he said, you know what I did? I said, I pick up a chair and I sit down and, and just thinking, that's my grandfather was here sitting down on the same spot. And, you know, but not everybody's the same, but I know I'm, I'm in the opinion that you should never forget your your heritage, where you come from. And um, it's a, to some people it's very important, to some it's not. You know, my family is small, and I was fortunate enough to spend a couple hours with my aunt and uncle, my dad's sister. That's my only living relative that's not a cousin that's left. And she's 89, and her husband is 91. And I, I thank God every day that I, I got to spend mm-hmm. a little bit of time with them. Yep. yep. Well, it's very touchy. And for some people, some people don't, don't really care about that stuff. But I know Rose, she's here next to me, and, and uh, she's emotional as, as I am getting. And uh, so let's go listen to another song. This is, uh, it's not Calabria, but it's L'Italiano, which means the Italian. And this song was made popular by Toto Cotugno, and then it was uh, sung by different people. But here's one uh, that by Iricchi e Poveri, which means the rich and the poor. That's the name of the band. And here's uh, L'Italiano. Lasciatemi cantare, sono un italiano. Buongiorno Italia, gli spaghetti al dente, è un partigiano come presidente, con l'autoraggio sempre nella mano destra, un canarino sopra la finestra. Buongiorno Italia con i tuoi artisti, con troppa America sui manifesti con le canzoni con amore con il cuore con più donne sempre meno suore buongiorno Italia buongiorno Maria, Maria. con gli occhi pieni di malinconia buongiorno Dio lo sai che ci sono anch'io Italia che non si spaventa e con la crema da barba lamenta, con un vestito gessato sul blu e la moviola la domenica in tv. Buongiorno Italia col caffè ristretto, le calze nuove nel primo cassetto, con la bandiera di Torino, non si giù di carrozzeria. 
ci sono anch'io Poverine, song called L'Italiano, and uh, that also, that song made it big all over the place, all over the world, because, of course, touched the heart of immigrants like myself. So, Toto Godugno, beautiful, a beautiful writer. He won Saremo five, six times in a row. Uh, he's a writer and singer, and uh, he, he's been in the United States several times, but they really loved him in Russia. I mean, they really loved him. And Russians love Italian music. I mean, really, and they do understand. They do understand the song. I had a friend from uh, also Yugoslavia said, "Giovanni, in Yugoslavia, that's all we do. We hear Italian music." So, okay, we'll be talking about food, Calabrian food. You know, when you talk Calabria, or we always think a peperoncino hot. <laughs> so, Rosa, what you can tell us about the food? Well, there is something. Uh, if you, if anybody ever watches Lydia's Kitchen on PBS, she talks a lot about the Calabrian chilies, and uh, there's um, um, a thing called sardella, which is like a paste, but it's got Calabrian chilies, and I believe anchovies in it, and it's red. Well, sardina, that's usually that's what it is, anchovies, yeah. yeah. Um, when I was there and had the pizza with uh, the mortadella on it, my cousin had the pizza with sardella on it, and it looked like red, dark red spots on top of the red sauce. A little bit spicy, but... You know, sometimes you can use, they also use it to dip bread in mm -hmm. or make a spread on it or a, a bruschetta. But um, in Calabria, there's, um, they, the land lends itself to the cultivation of tomatoes, eggplants, potatoes, artichokes, beans, onions, peppers, asparagus, melons, and citrus, citrus fruits. Most famous in Calabria is the red onion from Tropea. The cultivation of the famous red tropean onion began mainly in, I can't say this this name of the city, help me out, John. Pargalia, Pargalia. And Zambrone, and then spread to Tropea and Capo Vaticano mm. and Riccati. The sweet taste, the fleshiness, and the crunchiness of the red tropean onion make one of the most savory and widely requested products in the world. Every year in August, the festival of the red onion is held in Riccati in the main village. Um, had a lot of tropean onion with my cousins in a tomato salad with onion. Very good. Very Sweet. Good. We, we, we had a friend uh, from Calabria living uh, in Talmadge, uh, and uh, when we went to their house all the time, they do like to eat a little spicy. That's, mm -hmm. that's for sure. But uh, it, it's, it's a great, great food. And we're going to experience that uh, next month. 
and uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. We're going there I for wish I could go with you. three days. Uh, it's a beautiful resort. We're going to stay in a beautiful resort. We're going to visit Tropea and then the Pizzo Calabra. And Ross going to say something about those two towns coming up. But uh, it's just incredible. And like I said before, every region has got their own stuff. And I am so sorry that we couldn't see Calabria. They make a good tuna. Mm-hmm. And they have a place where they, it's famous all over the world. But unfortunately, uh, this year we cannot, they're not allowed us to go in because they're doing the restructuring. And, but we had a tour last year that they went inside. And before they went inside, everyone had to sign a, a release form and make sure that nobody was sick. And what had a flu, or nobody had some kind of diseases because it's very, uh, but it's famous. It's famous all over. It's got a strange name. Uh, I don't know if they have it's Inju or Ninju or whatever, but it's just very big, very big, and I mean, all over the world. And uh, but it's tuna the way they do it, it's in the can. Uh, so, okay, well, we just finished our first hour of the Tanya Connection. Today, you are in company of Giovanni with Rose Gulo, a guest of our show for today. Thank you for coming, oh, Rose. thank you for I having me. I hope you're enjoying me. so far. I am. I get emotional. You know? oh, of course. <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows that that's part of me. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to continue the show with more music. This uh, song, uh, it's, it's another one of Italian songs that is very popular and famous all over the world. And uh, was um, written by Tony Renis. Tony Rennes, uh, he moved into Los Angeles many, many years ago. He created his own recording studio. And it's also a big part of the Il Volo, because he is the one who discovered mm-hmm. Il Volo, the three young tenors. Uh, so let's listen. This is the original song. And uh, for the younger kids, Michael Bublé also does a, a version of Quando this. Quando. Everybody does. Yes, Quando, everybody Quando, does. Quando. But, uh, and <clears throat> everybody does a great job. But this is the original, Tony Rennes in Quando, Quando, Quando. Dimmi quando tu verrai, dimmi quando, 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 l'anno, il giorno e l'ora in cui forse tu mi bacerai. Ogni istante attenderò, fino a quando, 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 per improvviso ti vedrò. Sorridente accanto a me Se vuoi dirmi di sì Devi dirlo perché Non ha senso per me La mia vita senza te Dimmi quando tu verrai Dimmi quando, quando, quando e baciando mi dirai, non ci lasceremo mai, se vuoi dirmi di sì, devi dirlo perché non ha senso per me la mia vita senza te, dimmi quando tu verrai. Quando, quando, quando E baciando mi dirai Non ci lasceremo mai Dimmi quando, quando, quando 
e baciando mi dirai non ci lasceremo mai la la Non ci lasceremo mai, e baciando mi dirai, non ci lasceremo mai, e baciando mi dirai. Then there was Tony Rennes uh, in a very popular song called Quando, 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 and we were talking about uh, different cities in Calabria, and one of the cities that we're going to be seeing this October with our group is Tropea, and I've seen the pictures. It's just incredible. That's on my bucket list to do someday. Tropea is a seaside resort with impressive scenery in the region of Calabria. This stretch of coastline on the Tyrrhenian Sea is called the Costa degli Dei, the Coast of the Gods, and it is hugely admired by those in the know as one of Italy's finest summer holiday destinations. The coastline curves outwards in a large hilly bulge, boasting dramatic cliffs, sunny beaches, and a string of little resorts and campsites. Tropea is the busiest and most attractive of these seaside towns, with the historic center perched on cliffs above the sea. Well, and uh, I can't wait. I mean, I've seen the pictures before we went, and it's just the water. And then just the houses, just on top of these rocks looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine just wake up in the morning and just open the window, and here there is. Oh, a dream. <laughs> a dream. Okay. Uh, Rose, I want to, uh, you know, I do have uh, three children, and two they are here, and one decided to move back in, in Sicily because... They love Sicily, mm-hmm. even though they're not doing, you know, the, they could have a better here, but they just love Sicily, and then they move back. But I have two other children here, mm-hmm. two boys, and, um, I mean, I'm really proud of them because I, today, the young generation, when you ask about, would you like to go in Italy? And some say, eh, yeah, yeah. maybe just a week, you know, to visit, but not to experience. And, and um, by the way, your kids... W- they would how how are they they how do they feel about Italy? I mean, um, they they've been there. This was their second time. I took them um, in December of 2008 after both of them had uh, had finished college. My dad had promised that when they graduated, he would take them, and unfortunately, he didn't make he didn't get to make that trip. So I took them. Um, they loved it. There wasn't enough time, and then the second time we were there this past um, July, well. One was for the wedding. My, uh, the bride and her, her groom, they did spend more time there afterwards. They honeymooned. Uh, they went to Rome, and they stayed a little bit on the, in Posit- on, um, the Amalfi Coast, and they stayed in Sorrento. Unfortunately for my other daughter, with her work schedule, she didn't get to stay as much, but she did get to go see the ruins in Pompeii. And she spent a, a couple days in, in Rome after three or four days in Sorrento. So they loved it. They would love to go back. Yeah, I mean, some some the new, and not a lot of people, a lot of young people, but uh, one, one time when one young man told me, we just don't have the passion that you have. Of course, and it's so different because I come from Italy. You sure. Know? But, um, but mostly, I mean, look all the universities. They have colleges all over Italy. I mean, all over the place. And speaking of, of universities, um, I just received an email yesterday by a congresswoman 
Franca. Uh, she represents the Italians in North, North America. She just got um, elected a few years ago, and she sent me an email tell, informing me that uh, um, there's a group of schools in northern Italy that they would like to start an exchange program where um, they would come here or we would send our kids there. And, of course, they have to pay for the airline. Sure. But they would take care of the food and, and, and hospitality. And it's two weeks program. And then, of course, they will send kids, students here, and we'll do the same thing. They will be paying the airline tickets. And, and you know, we give a lot of scholarships away. We have a lot of clubs around here that give scholarships here and there. I, and I, I think it would be great if you could just experience to go in Italy for two weeks and meet other students and learn about Italy and then vice versa, they will come here. So this is where we got to try to push. And if I can get uh, next letter digit meeting, I'm going to bring this up because it would be a great program. They look for 15 to 20 students. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that, what a great experience. I personally had a student in my house and we became really good friends and family came over here. I mean, it was just the friendship and, and what, What's what they learn about their visit? It's just incredible. It's better than a scholarship. I wish I knew more of that when I was in college. Um, fortunate, fortunately for me, that when I go to Italy, I actually live with the Italians, my cousins, with my family, and I've experienced it. Um, I have been lucky enough that I took two trips with a group, and I got to see more of it. But I've actually gone there and lived the life. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a great experience. It is. Okay, well, the next singer is uh, someone that we both know, Salvo Randazzo. Oh, nice! And he just got married on the twenty seventh of July, and I um, hope to see him when we go to Palermo in next uh, next October, um, and maybe he could arrange a little bit of concert for me for us. But we'll see. It's, just, it's only one night, so. But what a great young man he is, and uh, I'm, I'm, he went through a lot. You know, he had. He had cancer, and um, I remember him um, performing at the North High School. We had a special guest. We had uh, a great singer from Italy from the 60s, I mean, very popular, Nico De Cabiani. And when I talked to Nico De Cabiani, uh, he told me, Giovanni, he says, I would love to do a show in Akron. I'm going to be in Detroit. And um, <clears throat> he said, uh, is that a chance for me to come in Akron? I said, listen, Nico. You're so popular. He says, we don't have a big budget. You know, we have a little budget. What you have, Giovanni? What you have? Well, I said, what do you think? He said, well, <clears throat> I said, you give me $4,000, and um, I bring uh, another young man with me. And for me, $4,000 was nothing because it was the popularity of this guy. I mean, they were big, big mm-hmm. singers. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. so I organized a concert. I don't know if you remember... A police officer, <coughs> excuse me. A police officer got killed from Talmadge many, many years ago. So <clears throat> Leradice organized a concert to benefit the family. And in that occasion, I we organized this concert with Nico and Salvo. And that, we don't know Salvo. So I asked a gentleman from Cleveland to sponsor the show, and uh, he gave us five thousand dollars to put up the show. So we had them coming into North High School. We had about 350 people. And um, when we introduced, of course, before Nico, we, we had a warm-up performer and was Salvo. So when <clears throat> I, I told Nico, I said, I'm in the songs Salvo should sing. 
this is about five, six, and then it says, I'll come in. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Salvo um, just start on the stage, start singing. And after the first song, he's got a standing ovation. And the second, and then the third. And Nico said, he's out. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually asked him to leave the stage after the third song because he was getting all the attention. And, and, um, but before, of course, he, he, then Nico came on the stage and he told about Salvo. He was in, under chemo. And he, he said he, he cannot sing. It was an excuse for him, six songs. But he told the story about him having a chemo. He was doing chemo while he was singing. And, uh, well, you know what? At the end of the show, we made a collection <clears throat> for Salvo. And the family who was there at the concert and was to benefit them for the loss of their husband, uh-huh. okay, she wanted to donate the money to Salvo. Oh, my gosh. And I said, we say no, of course. So I said, no, this concert is for your family. And I said, we, but a lot of people then, after the concert, came and made a big, huge donation to Salvo. Nice. And um, now it's, it's cancer-free, and he has to go check, you know, periodically. Sure. But, uh, and now he's doing great. He's working at Teatro Massimo. It's the biggest um, opera house in Italy, and the third largest <clears throat> in the United States, I mean, in Europe. And uh, he's doing really well. I'm glad for him. And he just got married. He's got a nice girl. And, well, I remember um, when he came to the Italian Center and performed a concert. I think it was in, in, in close, close to Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 He came. And one time he surprised us. <clears throat> we had a, a Halloween party. And he came. <laughs> he, but he used to live in New York. So uh-huh. he just he came in and was dressed up with a costume and nobody knew him. <laughs> well, I remember cousins here when he came to the Festa Italiana. Uh-huh. They were having him write his name on their shirts. Well, I remember he performed at Festa Italiana, and, and it was raining so hard, but nobody left. I uh-huh. mean, that stadium was just full of people, and people from Pennsylvania came down here. and, and this. So it's a great, and sometimes, you know, even though you're great, and you don't have that luck to meet the right people at the right uh-huh. time, and unfortunately, Salvo met the wrong people when he was in New York City. They took advantage of him, and they wasted him three years of his life. And uh, promise some things that they never happened. So, but anyway, here's Salvo with a beautiful song. It's one of my favorite. Uh, of course, Bocelli made this f- famous. We're gonna listen both. We're gonna listen Salvo and then Bocelli in a different song, of course. But the song we're gonna gonna hear right now it's uh, La Voce del Silenzio. Me. 
e tornano vive troppe cose che credevo morte ormai e chi ho tanto amato dal mare del silenzio ritorna come un'onda nei miei occhi e quello che mi manca nel mare del silenzio mi manca sai molto di più Sono cose in un silenzio che non m'aspettavo mai, vorrei una voce ed improvvisamente ti accorgi che il silenzio ha il volto delle cose che hai perduto ed io ti sento amore, ti sento nel mio cuore, stai riprendendo il posto che pensare tu lo sai ma ci son cose in un silenzio che non m'aspettavo mai vorrei una voce ed improvvisamente ti accorgi che il silenzio ha il volto delle cose che hai perduto ti sento amore, ti sento nel mio cuore, sta riprendendo il posto che tu non avevi perso mai, tu non avevi perso mai, tu non avevi perso Sulla guarda, sulla guarda, e a me, 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 a me,
Andrea Bocelli with a beautiful song, also very popular. The name was Funiculi, Funicula. And I have to tell you a little story about uh, Bocelli. When I came back from, from Italy, um, I received a letter from uh, Bocelli and introducing himself and sending a uh, CD. I remember we used to do the Italian program on the W, um, uh, not CIP, but Epic. WAPS, and um, I go into my uh, uh, mailbox, uh, box, and I see the CD and this letter, asking us to sing, to play the songs of Romanza was the name of the first album there by Bocelli, and I start playing the CD and it just I couldn't believe it, I couldn't believe how great he was, but you know, down me, I I don't keep that letter. Oh man! I, I wanted to keep it as a souvenir, but uh, something got happened, and um, but since then it just took off. Oh, how lucky! What, yeah. So, anyway, I brought him luck, I guess, right? Oh, okay. Sure did. All right. Well, you can listen to our program in different ways. One is tuning into in the internet, and Rosa will tell you the site. The site is wcfi dot listen number two myshow dot com. You can also. Call in the request line to request a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, that number is 330-971-5678. Or you can email the station at italianhour, one word, at hotmail.com. And, you know, it would be nice um, if we received um, <clears throat> comments about the show and ideas and suggestions. What would you like to, to, to hear? What would you like to change or addition or whatever? You know, uh, we're trying this uh, format now, uh, explaining things about Italy. We started last week, uh, and now today we've been talking about Calabria. And speaking of Calabria, we've got a few more things that uh, we would like to read. We only got about, I don't know, 30 minutes, 35 minutes to go. So what's well, what's another? Another town in mm-hmm. um, Calabria, Pizzo Calabro, is a village of about 9,000 inhabitants that find in Calabria in that province, which is just 10 kilometers away. Located on the slope of a tufa, Pizzo rises 44 meters above the sea. 
The town still retains the appearance of a typical fishing village with narrow streets that open into small courtyards, balconies overlooking the sea, beaches, and cliffs. The economy of Pizzo is based on fishing and tuna processing, but today also tourism is quickly developing. Particularly interesting in Pizzo is the Holy Week processions and pe peculiar layouts in every churches of the Pizzo Calabro. Yeah, well, we'll be visiting that in October. And um, here we go again with that tuna. It's a very big thing in, in Calabria about tuna. And uh, I guess they do a great job. We're going to taste some of it. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> okay. Well, at least in October, the weather, it should be a little bit cooler than it is here. So Yeah, tell us about the, the weather. The weather, the daily temperature decreases by uh, 7 degrees Fahrenheit from about 78 to about 71, rarely falling below 66 degrees Fahrenheit. Or going above 82, so that's some nice weather. Nice weather. We're going a nice time of the year, October. So we hope it stays that way. Because right now the weather is changing everywhere. You don't know how it goes. Yeah, it's still, even though it's about a week away from fall here, it's still warm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, 18 degrees, I'll take that any, any day. Yes. Okay, Fausto Leali in a beautiful song. This is also it's big in, the, in, in English, but we're going to hear an Italian version called Aki. Conterò tutti i sogni miei 
mai fatto male lasciandomi solo così ma non importa io ti aspetterò Our next song is by Dean Martin on an evening in Roma. Enjoy. Come belle c'è la luna, brille strette, strette, con e butto belle fasteggia. Sotto il cielo di Roma. On each avenue or via street or strada You can see them disappearing two by two On an evening in Roma Do they take them for espresso? Yeah, I guess so On each lover's arm a girl I wish I knew On an evening in Roma Though there's grinning and mandolining in sunny Italy The beginning has just begun when the sun goes down So please meet me in the plaza near your casa I am only one and that is one too few On an evening in Roma Don't know what the country's coming to But in Rome, do as the Romans do Will you, on an evening in Roma Though there's grinning and mandolining inside Italy The beginning has just begun when the sun goes down Come bella c'è la luna, brilla strette, strette con e butte Belle fasteggia sotto il cielo di Roma. Don't know what the country's coming to, but in Rome, do as the Romans do. Will you on an evening in Roma? Sotto il cielo di Roma, on an evening in Roma. And there was Dino with his, um, his own language, right? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of English, a little bit of Italian. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, it's, it's so great, but when you, if you try to understand what he's saying, it's not Italian, it's not dialect. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's mixed, you know, Italian-American. That's, uh-huh. uh, that's, um, I remember my uncle, you know, he, he lived here. I don't know, he, he, uh, he was a businessman. I mean, he had a grocery store on Brown Street. And he made a big, yes, it was really rich. But when he was talking to me, you know, he was trying to tell me, uh, let's go in Canton. You know, he would say, let's go in Cantoni. Cantoni. <laughs> <laughs> so he had his own, that his own language. But uh, Well, you don't want to know what my grandmother used to call Caga Falls, so I won't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, yeah. All right. The next performer has been in Akron many, many years ago. I personally took him into the, uh, the um, Carolessi Club, uh, Gianni Miani. 
he uh, participated in one of the festivals at Soremo. He finished, I don't know, third or fourth, but he only made one song, and it was a, that song was big, you know. And uh, but he was a nice guy. He keeps writing me, Giovanni, when I'm going to come back? Well, you know what? Uh, the Italian community, unfortunately, let's talk about the Italian community, Rose. Okay. <laughs> I know his expression is not that, but you know what? Our, our community is uh, disappearing. It is, and it's unfortunate because we have so much to offer. It's it's the older generation, not too many young. We need to get the young people in somehow. But how? Yeah, that that's the big question. How? That is the big question. But, you know, how and how how can you get you know, I mean I got I got two children here and, and even though even though they speak Italian because they were growing in, in Italy when I went to work in, in Sicily. Um, so they, they do speak and they love Italy and my son keeps thinking when I'm that when I retired I want to retire in Sicily mm-hmm. uh, but when you said you know and I understand all the problems that the young people are having very active they're very active very, with their kids busy, and their activities and, and, and you know but you know at the same time same time when I we came from Italy we were busy too sure in a foreign land uh, tried to learn the language tried to work uh, learn everything else and, and just like that Young man met Tommy many years ago. He says, "We just don't have the passion that you have." But at the same time, and you have, I'm involved with the Italian government, as you know, and I'm getting a lot of phone calls from people in the 30s, in the 40s, in the 50s. Giovanni, I want to get my Italian citizenship, you know, uh, using my grandfather. And right now, I mean, if you if you're thinking about getting your Italian citizenship, it takes about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Because they're so far behind. There's so many people that they, you know, I remember one time when people changed their names because they were ashamed of being Italian. Yes. And and, uh, and now it's the other way around. You know, the young generation, um, they just, uh, you know, oh, yes, I want to go in Italy and I want to maybe, you know, find a job in Italy. Well, I've been, been an Italian citizen with an Italian passport. You could go all over Europe yes. and apply for a job, which you cannot do with an American passport. But at the same time, the young people, the young generation needs to get involved. And I understand the problems. Some of the clubs, the old-fashioned clubs, they don't want to open up to the, to the new ideas. You know, say, oh, you know, we've been doing like this 50 years. Why do we want to change it? Change is hard. And, and therefore, you know, the young, the young generation, they, they have different ideas and different thoughts. So. But it is important, though, that the, the organizations, uh, the tank organization, which were one time we had a 20 different associations, but now they're all facing out. I mean, we have to face it. They, they're facing out. There's, there's some clubs that they, they don't have anybody. They have a few members, and they still have a name, but they don't have activities. So if you have kids in your family, uh, you need to encourage them to, to be part of it and to learn about your heritage, your culture, and where you come from. Basically, that, that's mm-hmm. it. Now, you know, with our language classes, with daughter Raymond that teaches on, uh, starting in October, she does a great job because she's not only teaching the, the language, but she teaches the, the history of the culture. Of, uh, and uh, I have to tell you, know, Laredigi is, is very big in teaching Italian language. And um, we, we had a program here that where we offered free to mm-hmm. children uh, and all, we only had two students. We have two children, two parents, basically, you know, saying, "I have my, you know, my daughter and my son that they would like to come." But for two children, you cannot have a class. No, you can't. And but and it's a free. I mean, it's what can you do more than that? So, 
anyway, we do have those Italian language classes. And Rosa's yeah, it starts again on Wednesday, October 9th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. here at La Radici House at 3411 Wild Lake Road. Um, it's for anyone speaking various levels of Italian, and you learn at your own pace. And we're going to talk about the culture, heritage, geography, news from Italy, food, good topic there, music, community events, and maybe talk about some of the local clubs here in our town. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to get together. Even the clubs today, we need to get to find the formula how to work together and to become one because uh, it's disappearing. I mean, nobody is in good, in great shapes. And unless you have young people coming in and you have a membership, a healthy membership, we already are not doing too bad. No, we're, we're not. We, we, new we're members doing are. Good. We got new members. <clears throat> and uh, are coming in. And on the uh, the twenty seventh of this month, we have a great dinner, steak dinner here, and uh, open, it's open to the members and their friends. So if you're thinking about coming, we need to know as soon as, as soon as possible. It's twenty two dollars and fifty cents each for a great steak dinner. I mean, it's, it's a real great great meal, and socialize it with friends and includes a lot of stuff in the meal. So uh, you can call me three three zero six zero six four six seven seven to make a reservation as soon as you can because you know, our place is not that big and we can only fit here about 40 people. Okay, well, let's go back to Johnny. Johnny Miani with the beautiful song that we all know the song, Gloria. You know that song, oh, right? Yeah. Okay, here it he is. Respira nebbia, per chi respira rabbia, 
per me che senza gloria contenuta sul divano faccio stelle di cartone pensando a gloria gloria, gloria. manchi tu nell'aria gloria. manchi come sale gloria. manchi più del sole gloria. sciogli questa neve che soffoca il mio petto uh, ti aspetto gloria And that was Johnny Miani. He's originally from uh, the Venice, Venice area there. And so, David, if you listen to the show, that was uh, the guest dedicated to you. It's your compaisano from your area, uh, Johnny Miani, and with the song that we all know, Gloria. All right, well, we have about 10 minutes to go to the end of the show. Um, I know Rose has been uh, so kind and generous to stay here with me, keeping company. Thank you for coming. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. And Thank you're, you. You're welcome uh, anytime you want to. It's always better to have a show of two people that can talk instead oh, well, of just sure. one guy. So. And if, if it's nice to always be able to talk to somebody that, you know, that I can relate to that has been to Italy and has family there, which I do, and and I think about them all the time, and I miss them, and I can't wait to get back there to see them again. Good. Well, you can maybe come with us sometime. Well, Soon, but right now I can't leave during the school year. Yeah, but I, we understand that. But uh, okay, we're gonna leave you then uh, um, with another Calabresa song. Of course, today we spoke about Calabria. I hope uh, uh, the people learn a little bit more about this wonderful, beautiful region. And uh, maybe when you go in Italy, don't uh, hesitate to you know go to visit and go it, on the internet today and look all the sites there's there to see. It's beautiful country. There's mountains. There's sea. There's the vineyards, the everything. It's just it's a it's a very beautiful, picturesque part of Italy. Yes, it is. Okay, here's a little bit of folk from Calabria. So we said to you arrivederci. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Dindamma senza soldi che vuoi accattare 
e vode, 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 non ci passare che non ti vode, ci affezzi le pirate di canzone che ci ha cantato, senti, 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 Gire, 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 in giri, sacchetti in un genna Movimento a zappare, non tesoro voglio trovare Endi, endi, che ti indecchio, bebe di peppe in un ginè Endi, endi, che ti indamma, non tesoro voglio trovare E zappe, 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 in giubbetto su cuore mi scappa E se scappa per la chiappare, Francischina voglio chiamare Endi, endi, che ti indecchio, acchiappa su cuore e Francischè Endi, endi, che ti indanno, bene più grande non ci sta e via, 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 cacciami la mosagolia E via, 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 chiappa, mamma, te vieni con me E via, 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 chiappa sul coro e sangisca E via, 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 non bene più grande non ci sta So we've been listening uh, several tunes about uh, the region of Calabria. There was a folk, uh, folk music that is coming back uh, and uh, in every event that uh, now the region is sponsoring, there is always room for a folk show. And speaking of the folk show, we are going into Calabria this coming uh, October with a beautiful group of 28 uh, wonderful people. 
And we, uh, after a beautiful dinner at this uh, Pompilia Resort, we're going to have a folk show. And I wish you guys would, uh, could come with us, but I'm sure we'll be more tours coming next year. And speaking of next year, um, we do have, at the end of June, we have a beautiful tour of northern Italy. We'll start in Rome, then we're going to um, Tuscany for th- several days, and then we go to uh, Bologna, Venice, and then from Venice we will go to the lakes, Lago Maggiore, with the beautiful visiting of the three little islands inside the lakes, Lago di Lago uh, Como, also, and then we will come back from Milan to back to the United States. If you would like to join us on our tours, you could just go on italyplustour.com and check our website and check the itineraries that we have for 2020. Also, if you have a large group yourself and you want someone to organize one for you, just let us know. There's also on our website how to get in touch with us. Okay, well, we have a few, about five minutes to go to the end of the show. And uh, we're going to hear a song by Fiorello. The song was made uh, popular, I believe, uh, uh, Gianni Morandi. But Fiorello started his career as an uh, entertainer, uh, just uh, singing cover songs. And now he's doing his own songs. But back then it was really big and still big. He's a great, great guy. But anyway, the song is C'era un ragazzo che come me amava i Beatles e i Rolling Stones. Siamo arrivati così alla conclusione del programma italiano, The Italian Connection. Oggi siete stati in compagnia di Giovanni e con la nostra ospite speciale Rosa Gullo che ci ha lasciato pochi minuti fa. La ringrazio immensamente e mando anche i saluti miei ai suoi compaesani, ai suoi parenti che sono in Calabria. 
e a risentirci alla prossima volta un abbraccio a tutti ancora una volta da Giovanni e da Rosa che è andata via ciao ciao a tutti I wanted to thank everyone for listening to today's show. You just uh, listened to hours of Italian great music. We had a special guest today talk about her region, Calabria. So until next Sunday, from Giovanni. Ciao, ciao. Support for the Italian Connection is provided in part by Grand Angolare, Toronto's weekly digital Italian newsletter. Founder and editor Ernesto Paola invites our listeners to access this informative publication, which features sporting, cultural, entertainment, and culinary stories. See for yourself by visiting their website at www.grandangolare.com.